0: Guys, what is up, what is up, what is up? This is a new genocidal talk, and I have my AirPods in, so if the audio sounds different, it's you know why. It may sound good, it may sound bad, I don't even know. It don't sound distant, though, that's all I know. But I'm going to get right into it, I'm going to jump right into things. Right now, I'm going to talk about what John Cena had to say about an upcoming, uh, well, not up-and-coming superstar, just a superstar in general. And that his name is Brock Lesnar. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, John Cena has dropped comments about Brock Lesnar. If you may or may not seen it, I'm gonna go over it and my thoughts on what I think John Cena has said, and is how I honestly feel about it. So, John Cena I read an article saying it was stating that John Cena is uh, kind of applauding uh, Brock Lesnar's performance in the Royal Rumble this year, competing. And and not only competing, but the conditioning and the level of uh, intensity and altitude at, uh, not altitude, altitude, there we go, of the performance that he put on. <clears throat> um, and he was saying, like, he was giving Brock Lesnar um, applause and appraisal because it's really, really hard to be a competitor in the... Uh, World of professional wrestling, especially doing a battle royal situated uh, match, especially something like the Royal Rumble, where you're not just facing with you know 29 or 30 other guys in the ring. Well, not really 30 other guys, 29 other guys, because let's be honest, we're not gonna have a 31 royal uh, battle royal or Royal Rumble or whatever. But you know, (sighs) to have a bunch of guys, 29 other superstars, including yourself, making a 30. In of the ring at once, and not only that, to eliminate people and keep yourself in the match is already a struggle. To have a match where you're a dominant big man, a dominant you know UFC fighter at the time, and and, and Brock Lesnar was a really good UFC fighter. He wasn't the best, but he was really really good. To have a a magnitude to perform at the level of Brock Lesnar, where you have to kind of like You know, pretty much bump and feed and sell and all that. Where you know you're Brock Lesnar, you're a dominant guy. You don't need to bump and feed and do all this other stuff. All you have to do is just make sure your opponents don't eliminate you. Which, in your physical state and your physical size, it's really really hard to do that. It's literally a two man job. It's it was literally a two man job to get Brock Lesnar out of the Royal Rumble. It took Ricochet low blowing him, and it took. Uh, brought, uh, Drew McIntyre to do a Claymore kick in his face to eliminate Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar was really eating through the roster pretty much and staying alive in the match. And that match was a very hard and brutal match. Um, we had winner. Uh, we had guys that coming at number one. I think it was like Stone Cold Steve Austin and and uh, <clears throat> I think it was Rey Mysterio who came in. No, Rey Mysterio came in number two, I believe, but they can tell you running a gauntlet like that is a very tough situation to last in and to compete under. It really is a a hard situation. Like comparing, like I'm going to compare, make a comparison real quick. Compare Brock Lesnar to Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio coming out number one or two and lasting as long as Rey Mysterio did. You know, that's already, that's like a handicap. You know, that's like a kind of like a handicap match. It's, you're handicapped. You're very limited for your a, a guy like Raymond Serious size and Raymond Mysterio's strength. You can't just Irish rip people out of the ring like Brock Lesnar can. So you have to kind of come up with smarts and you have to come think on your feet and pretty much like, you know, try to use your speed and agility as a, as a defense mechanism to keep yourself alive in the match, but also being able to use it as an offense to eliminate other superstars that may or may not come in your way to try to eliminate you. So, But with Brock Lesnar, his size, he's very dominant. He doesn't need to do agile stuff. He doesn't need to think on his feet. He, need, he doesn't need to be fast. All he needs to do is be dominant. All he needs to do is make sure that he doesn't get eliminated. And like I said, it took two people to eliminate him now I think the countdown was a little different this year I think it was a little too fast but that's just my opinion and that's only in my opinion that it, I think it was too fast but you know I could be wrong but you know John Cena was saying that the conditioning that Brock Lesnar in was in he kind of he kind of praises uh Brock Lesnar for lasting as long as he did and just physically manhandling the roster and eliminating them you know and there was also rumors stating that NXT guys wasn't going to be there, and the fact that Brock Lesnar, I'm going to give this man, Keith Lee, the utmost respect, because this man, this man has moved mountains since being in WWE, especially facing off guys like uh, Roman Reigns and having a brawl with Brock Lesnar, like, that right there, I would put that on my resume. I would honestly, he needs to be, if not the best NXT champion that NXT has, if not don't make him NXT champion. That's fine. We can live with that. I mean, it will kind of kill all the NXT fans, but I, we could live with that if, as long as he goes to the main roster and is a dominant force on the main roster. And not only that, he's a dominant force in the main roster, but but faces off for mid card titles to prove to prove to, to the main champions on the on the respective brand of the title. Hey, I am a force to be reckoned with. I am a force to be reckoned with and not bury him. Make the mid-card title that like Keith Lee goes after. sports something wild. But anyways, that we're not talking about Keith Lee. We're talking about Brock Lesnar. But I'm trying to give praise to Keith Lee because Keith Lee has been killing it. And Keith Lee needs to keep it up because I'm pulling for him all the way. If, he, if this man does not go into the WWE Hall of Fame in the next 30 years, I don't know. I don't know what WWE is doing. Because that man deserves it. That man has been working. That man has been proving to not only not only to the universe, but to everybody who's watching, everybody who's a casual fan or somebody who doesn't even watch it, who just sits through the channel. You know, hey, you, you know, you take a stop and you look at this guy here and how he moves and what his movesets are. You're like, damn, he's a dominant force. But that's the same thing that can be said about Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is a dominant force to be reckoned with. Like, Brock Lesnar shifted wrestling to its core. He shifted pro wrestling to its core by being the only man to come at number one and just to- like just toss guys out like they're nothing. Like, don't get me wrong, Kane has done it, but Kane never did it at a number one spot. Kane came in at a later spot and just ran ransacked through the the, 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 the roster. Brock Lesnar came in at number one and ran through the whole entire roster. No matter what each and every single person did on that roster, he ran straight through them. Done. Wrap it up. It's out of here. That's what we're looking at. John Cena giving praise to Brock Lesnar. Quite honestly, I give Brock Lesnar a little bit more respect. You know, I think Rapp Lesnar is overplayed and over, you know, oversaturated, but at the same time, he is doing what he needs to do. And he's doing it for the product of WWE. He's doing it for only and not only the money, just but for just for you guys. Because whenever he's on, the ratings go up. And that's no lie. Um I also do want to talk about one more thing because I'm going to get up out of here. This is going to be a real short one. Um, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'm trying to get my workings in. You know, I'm trying to, you know, wash off my gear. And I'm a pro wrestler myself, so I, I know what it's like being a pro wrestler. Um, I'm going to go wash my gear and whatever. But not only we're going to be talking about Brock Lesnar, because we really done not talk about Brock Lesnar. You know, he's old news now at this point. We're going to also talk about MVP. And, yes, MVP had made a comment. Asking, asking him why he came back to WWE and had he signed a contract with them and whatever the case may have been. And MVP flat, uh, said flat out that I'm not wrestling for you guys. I'm wrestling for my son who never saw me wrestle before and live in the WWE. And I'm wrestling one of his favorite wrestlers, which would be Rey Mysterio. So that's a little, like, that's a little respectable. You know what I'm saying? Like, that to me is just saying, hey, I'm not doing this for you guys. I'm doing it for my son. Which is respectable because you know, what maybe it's the kid's birthday. That's respectable. Like you never know. You don't know the situation behind closed doors. But what I'm saying is MVP coming back to us to us old heads, you know, because these millennials they like Roman Reigns and all this stuff. Because I even see a comment where they, uh, Edge hit the spear on Roman Reigns and a fan got upset. Uh, saying that that's Roman Reigns' finisher. Like, why is this guy hitting? Like, don't let me start it. Edge is not the inventor of the spear, but Edge is one of the guys who can pull off a spear and make it look damn well good. Him, Batista, definitely Rhino. Definitely Rhino. Rhino can gore the hell out of you, and it can look so fantastic. Like, to me, a spear is a really good move. And it really fits certain superstars. Big Show's hitting a spear doesn't look good. But it does what it needs to do. Goldberg hitting a spear, very fucking believable. You know, all these moves are very, you know, like, traditional to certain superstars. And it can look good. But MVP facing off against Rey Mysterio. That is a, another, again, something that we can't, us old heads can appreciate. Because we understand that MVP is not a casual wrestler like Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns and Rey Mysterio. They're not like casual wrestlers. They are one offs, and we don't know if MVP is has uh, a contract in the work with the WWE. We don't know that. Maybe he did a two day deal with the WWE because they. I don't know if they have contracts like that, but they may or may not. You know, they might. They, I know they definitely have one off contracts where you just come back, you do your stint. And it's just a one-of. They sometimes extend it to a two-day contract where you're working for the company for two days and, you know, you're doing them pay-per-view and then the, the next show, sometimes they have it to where it's not only a one-of or two-day-of, it's like an extended amount of time and they want to take you off camera to, you know, kind of freshen up the feud that you're going to be in, you know, and, and, and they want fans to anticipate when you're coming back and anticipation is what kills, and anticipation is also what sells. You know, especially what we're anticipating is, you know, Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that's an anticipation anticipated match. But we're we're really anticipating Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. And I feel again like another thing that we're anticipating is Liv Morgan joining the uh, Bray Wyatt's Fun uh, Funhouse. You know, whatever the thing it's called. You know, that's something that we were anticipating and we didn't get any of that stuff, but it's all right. The WWE can make it up to us, and hopefully they will make it up to us in the later future. Hopefully this Bray Wyatt stuff doesn't die out. Hopefully that it continues to go on and live on and, and it's not as bullshit as it was at the Royal Rumble because let's be honest, that was bullshit. That and, and um Saudi Arabia, when he picked up the, the Universal title, it was, again, BS, but we're going to call spades a spade. It is what it is. Um there was also another report where I'm gonna get into the word rumble again. I I there was actually something that I wanted to mention. I didn't forget to mention, I didn't know it was an existing thing. But Roman Reigns, which I think we already know this. Roman Reigns was supposed to win the Royal uh, Royal Rumble. He was supposed to eliminate Drew McIntyre and win. But at last minute, I think Vince McMahon and creatives had cold feet about it. And they pulled the plug on it, pushing Drew McIntyre. And Drew McIntyre is now the new uh, Royal Rumble winner for this year. I feel like it's, it's good that Roman Reigns didn't win. because I I'm, And I would see why. Because they probably are afraid of what happened the last time when Roman Reigns won. It, Roman Reigns legitimately got booed out of the crowd. Even when The Rock came out, it made it all the world worse. Like, I've never seen The Rock get booed as hard as he got booed that night. Like, when Rock turned heel in 2002, 2003, yeah, he got booed. But some fans still loved him. When he came out that night in 2015, he got booed. Like, the the fans erupted in booze, And I think that's what kind of killed it for for him. I'm not 100% sure. I could be wrong. But... I feel like they got cold feet from that and they just said, nah, we're just gonna we're gonna push put uh, McIntyre in that in that main event series. And you know, they always have some storylines where the, the guy that's supposed to the runner up supposed to win, uh gets a title shot, or somebody who's impressive in the, the Royal Rumble or does something impressive in general in, and later on matches they tend to push like look at Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston was a filler for uh for uh a Mustafa Ali the Elimination Chamber, and that filler spot was impeccable to the point where Kofi Mania was running wild. Like, it was going nuts. Everybody wanted Kofi, and I feel like that's what the WWE needs, and it, it kind of died down now because of the simple fact that Kofi Kingston, uh, you know, kept winning and beating people, and I, I just all the time fans kind of get tired of it. Like, there was also reports of um, Becky Lynch, you know she's not getting the the fans approval I anymore mean, not, not fans approval don't let me let me not me, let me not make the mistake of saying that she's still getting cheered but it's not as when she first turned heel like sometimes things do get overplayed after a while and for the like Becky Lynch is now on top of the world what can you do what more can you do with Becky Lynch like once she's on top of the world she's on top of the world that's it there's nothing more you can do with this girl, you know. It's like Stone Cold. That's why I, and I I love feuds like Stone Cold and Rock, and they were facing for the world, the main title because it didn't make it. It didn't make the title and the character look garbage over a while. It didn't make the fans bored of it. It kind of made it like, oh, the Rock did this this week. The Stone Cold did this this week. You know, it kind of refreshes the feud to the point where fans are now interested in either The Rock or Stone Cold Steve Austin. At one point, they turned Stone Cold Steve Austin heel, which, if you guys didn't know, Stone Cold Steve Austin was always a heel. It's just, when they, WWE fans, they love rebels. They love guys who go against authority, who, who do whatever the hell they want. And that's what Beckley Lynch was. She was a rolling stone. Unfortunately, that rolling stone nowadays die out because of the simple fact that, you know, these fans are so young, they're oblivious. You know, they're not trying to appeal to hardcore adult fans. And that's where AEW comes in. And this is why AEW right now is doing what it's doing. And it's making a little killing because it's not trying to appeal to kids. They're trying to appeal to everybody, you know, morally adults and anything. And hardcore fans and, you know, wrestling fans and whatever. Like, and, and it's broken down in this way. AEW, it, you get a little bit of gimmick matches, you get a little bit of hardcore matches, you get a little bit of everything. WWE is not willing to do stuff like that. WWE is willing to do just one thing straight through, and that's why a lot of things are getting boring and stale now. Like, you know, six months, a superstar could be pushed, and a superstar could be loved by the fans, and, you know, once they get that push, six months later, they could, their, their push dies out. It becomes like, okay, now you're just on top of the world being a placeholder. And I'm not saying that's what Becky Lynch is, but it's getting to that point, you know? It's getting to that point where she's become stale. And it's she needs to turn heel. She not only does she need to turn heel, but she needs to turn heel and be a rebel again. She needs to find that spark that made her relevant for last year. Um What was I saying though? We're going on a whole tangent. Um but yeah, no, uh Roman Reigns winning that Royal Rumble. Uh it was supposed to happen but it didn't and it's unfortunate and you know it's kind of crazy to think you know because i kind of felt like roman reigns was supposed to win and and when i saw him get eliminated i was like well this is kind of bs but you know it it is what it got gonna find something for roman reigns to do and you know fans are getting behind roman reigns now so it's all in all it's uh it's a successful Royal Rumble. It was filled again, like I said, it's filled with controversy. Um, and it was not it wasn't that entertaining. It was more controversial than entertaining. Um, we're still getting more reports about uh Matt Riddle and Brock Lesnar situation. Apparently now Matt Riddle never really received word from uh management about Rock Lesnar, like the Brock Lesnar and Matt riddle uh exchange never really even happened. So it's like it's getting weird. There's a whole bunch of sides to the story and nobody understands or knows what's going on. And they just know things are happening, things are being said, and this is what it is. Um but we're gonna we're gonna end it here. We're gonna, you know, I'm gonna give you guys a di- something to digest and digress on. Um tell me honestly, you know, let me know what do you think about uh Roman Reigns not winning the Royal Rumble, like was it a good idea, was it a bad idea? You know, let me know what's up with that because at the end of the day. You guys, the fans, deserve to voice your opinions and these are some of the things that uh that need to be voiced. You know, why didn't Roman Reigns win? You know, if you're a Roman Reigns fan, are you upset about Roman Reigns not winning? Um, are you happy that Drew McIntyre won and finally getting his push? You know, just let me know because honestly, I feel like Drew McIntyre has been a long time coming, but I just hope that it doesn't end up like Jinder Mahal, like when he won the title. Like I I I'm just hoping that it's not okay. I pick up a bunch of heat or, I, you know, I pick up a bunch of, uh, you know, sympathy and then it just dies out, you know, because Jinder Mahal was for a while getting heat and it was great that he was getting t- heat. And now to see somebody like him being a United States champion, WWE champion, and now being not used at all. It's kind of crazy. Like somebody like even EC3, somebody who deserves it and now it's not even even talked about. It's kind of crazy to me. I don't know. I I I just can't understand it. I really don't understand it, and um I want you guys to help me out with that. Um, but anyways, guys, I'm gonna take a head off of this. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the genocide talk. I've been watching the analytics for this, these podcasts, and I'm getting back into it. Like I said, I'm not gonna leave you guys hanging no more. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. I'm gonna give you some uh, content. I'm just not gonna be like daily like I used to because every day there was something new to talk about. But there's nothing new right now to talk about. So it's just little here and there stuff, you know. But at the end of the day, guys, I want you guys to understand that I am back, and I'm back at it again, baby. So um, enjoy this, and peace.